Hello, and welcome to the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast. I'm Amy Julia Becker, and this is Season 1, Prepare Him Room, Advent Reflections. I'm so happy you're here with me to consider what happens when God shows up in the midst of the eggnog, gift wrap, holiday cards, tinsel, and let's be honest, the stress and the joy of this time of year. Thank you for listening. This is the podcast for December 10th, and it's called Anxiety and the Prince of Peace. For any of you who have paid attention to my writing elsewhere, we're going to talk about uh, wine, drinking wine in this podcast. And uh, chapter seven of my book, White Picket Fences, uh, draws on some of these same themes. So you might, some of you remember it from there. Uh, But before we get to that, I'm going to read Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 33 from the New International Version. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary had good reasons to be greatly troubled. She was young, unwed, and about to learn that she would be a teenage mother. I have never had nearly such reason to worry, but worry has plagued me still. It's only been in recent years that I've been able to see that I have medicated my worry with wine. On a Monday night, when Marilee was ready for dinner and Penny needed help with homework and William wanted me to listen to him practice piano, a glass of wine inserted a little tranquility into the chaos of the situation. Or when Peter and I headed out to a party with a group of people I didn't know, or a group of people who I thought wouldn't be interested in the same topics I like to talk about, a glass of wine or two softened my sharp edges. I could float through the conversations without feeling bored or insecure. It was these nights when I was tempted and often succumbed to the temptation to drink too much. When I woke up at 1 a.m. in sweaty sheets with a dry mouth and a slightly queasy feeling in my gut, it was these nights when wine did not deliver, when the peace it promised turned to guilt and grumbling. Not all of us respond to anxiety with wine, but all of us face anxiety and look for peace. Becoming anxious is easy. Name a topic and we will be able to come up with reasons to worry about it. Cars houses, jobs, national security, global conflicts, kids, health, fitness, the weather. I could go on. Even though by many measures we live in a world with greater stability and longevity than ever before, the number of people who report feeling anxious has doubled in the past few decades. Unless we do something to interrupt it, we will naturally live in a place of anxiety most of the time. And when we do, We live in fear, we live in anger, and we live for ourselves. 
Although statisticians tell us that the levels of anxiety are on the rise, it's not a new problem. Anxiety comes up throughout the Bible. And over and over again, God offers peace. Mary was greatly troubled at the angel's words. When I was trying to change my wine habit, my yoga teacher suggested I start the day with seven minutes of meditative breathing. So every morning I sat cross-legged and breathed in as slowly and gently as I could, and I prayed for God's peace. Sometimes it was a general invitation for peace to enter in. Others, it was very specific. Peace in my household when we are yelling at each other. Peace in my shoulders when I am responding to email. Peace in my tone of voice when I am talking with my friend who annoyed me yesterday. Peace when I write. Peace when I sleep. Peace about my body. Peace about my purpose. Peace in the Middle East. Peace amidst America's racial divides. Peace for my neighbors in the midst of their divorce. And then I would exhale as slowly and gently as I could, and I would pray that God would take my worry away. Exhaling anxiety about my children, my exercise regimen, my career, the world we live in. Exhaling anxiety about the future, the present, the past. The Apostle Paul writes in his letter to the church in Philippi, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. Paul isn't saying we should handle anxiety with denial or with wine. He is inviting us to hand over our anxiety to God. He then writes, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul promises that when we consciously offer our anxiety to God, God responds with peace. I have often envisioned a small man in a military uniform marching back and forth before the entrance to my heart, shielding me from the intrusion of worry. And that practice of seven minutes of breathing in peace and breathing out worry is a signal to my heart and my mind about who is in charge. Not wine, not worry, but the Prince of Peace. Thanks for listening to Season 1 of the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast, Prepare Him Room. For more information, including a free PDF version of Prepare Him Room, go to www.amyjuliabecker.com. While you're there, you can also find out about Amy Julia's books, White Picket Fences, Small Talk, and A Good and Perfect Gift, and when she'll be speaking in your area. Thanks again for listening, and please do consider reviewing this podcast wherever you got it, and please share it with someone else who might enjoy it.